Afternoons on SEN. SEN Afternoons right across the SEN radio network, wherever you might be. Hello to you. Thank you for joining us. There's a lot in the world of sport, a lot of things to do, so you're listening in. means a lot to us. Patriots 14-3 over the Steelers. Steelers suck. Patriots suck even worse normally, but today it is early, a little different story. Off the text, how about my paces? Halliburton is a superstar. He is incredible to kickstart the year. And I think a lot of what the NBA in-season tournament has done is help those teams that haven't necessarily had a great deal of success recently, like Indiana, great franchise, but haven't reached major, major playoff highs in recent years. They've given them something to strive for. So everyone has different views of to which they approach a change like this. And I think the Pacers are like, let's go out and win this. It may not be necessarily about the money. It might be about the actual trophy. Either way, they're playing great. The Pelicans have played well. The Lakers won it because LeBron seems like a tight ass and 500K he wants, even though he's worth a billion. Different ways motivate different people, and it has worked. That's no doubt at all. And that is what I'm asking you. What would you change in any sport or introduce one three hundred seven three six seven three six? And Theo in Clayton South has done exactly that. He's used the Werribee Kia open line to have a chat. Hello, Theo. Hello, Ken. How are you? I'm really well, mate. What do you got for me? Uh, AFLW. Mm-hmm. For a 12-round season, right, the first nine rounds should be the top nine and the bottom nine play each other for fairness and introduce a top 10 wild card round final system for the AFLW. So you want to, you just want to tweak the actual final system and the back end of it. So when you say the... The top nine and the and the bottom nine for fairness. You mean from the previous year? From the previous year, they play each other for the first nine rounds. Okay, it's a it'd be a big change, and you'd see teams, of course, who who might not have had it necessarily had a great year the year before, have an opportunity to get deep into it, and then you introduce a wild card round, and away you go. Theo, I like the outside thinking in the AFLW, mate. Thank you for the call. Beautifully done. Off the 40 winks temper text, there is a lot. Get rid of the international, uh, the intentional foul, rather, in basketball. In the last minute, you should get two shots and side ball to stop it. There you go. G'day, Cam. They should get rid of the square leg umpire in cricket. They do nothing except send the decision upstairs. Not needed. That's from Nick. We're going to get back to your calls in a moment. This makes me nervous because our little master, Captain Tags, who runs SEN track, he does everything he has to do. He recently turned 50. He took the week off of Cup Week, actually. He fell ill on the biggest week of the year, but he deserved to celebrate and let his short hair down, and he went to Hong Kong for International Day on Sunday, a huge day of racing. He is over there, and he's joining me on the line now. pencils, crayons, and have your form guides be ready. Exactly. You should be, because he tore it apart on Wednesday night. Captain Tags, hello to you, David. Little Jim Wapindo Waki, I go out. Oh, I can't. I was just talking to the, the, the maid, you know, the maid that's, you know. That's what? Making up your room? Yeah, while I'm still in it. How are you doing over there, mate? I, I had a couple of chats here earlier in the week. Of course, you, you've headed over on what is a wonderful Hong Kong International Day on Sunday with a huge amount of Australians involved. So we'll get to that in a moment. But, geez, Wednesday night, you, you seem to have found them everywhere. Oh, mate. Uh, I was on Gareth's show morning and afternoon, and I kept pushing this horse over. Subscribe, of course, mm-hmm. you know, you know what I'm like with only fans, and uh, and you know it was one of our Roman best, wasn't it? And uh, 
I think you could have got about $15 over there in Australia and I paid uh, 14 in the 10s here on the tote. So uh, they had a crack at it. And, uh, yeah, Rachel King sat in the 1-1 and was never going to get beat. In in that situation, big shout out to Nick Kiros, who's opened up her OnlyFans account in the last twenty four hours. I, I I do see. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know that. Today. Hey, uh, know that. mate, yeah, you've been back for a little while. It's been five or six years since you've been back to Hong Kong. There's such an Australian flavour, both from a uh, a training sense and a, and a and a jockey sense, but also from a spectator sense. There seems to be a lot of Australians over there getting involved in what is a great week of racing. Yeah, I think Karen Mars. Uh got a tour going here he's got about 80 of his owners here so uh yeah it was that that they were um you know tearing up happy valley on wednesday night uh yeah last time i was over here was in 2019 just before the pandemic believe it or not uh yeah we, when covid was just starting to hit china come out of that china with that bloke eating the bat so uh it's it's it's. Uh, I know we've got a lot of uh, Australian jockeys and trainers over here, but we're not represented on Sunday with any horses, and uh, it, it's that's a little bit sad. Of course, we were hoping um, Mr. Brightside would be here, but it's always so hard after such a strenuous uh, spring for for them to sort of half back up, go to quarantine. And race over here, isn't it? Hey, you've ridden in that part of the world, of course. You're an outstanding one of the best Macau uh, jockeys for the better part of a decade in the uh, in the nineties and the early two thousands. And you spent a lot of time in Hong Kong. Has racing changed much? It, like it's always been huge, but is, is there is there noticeable differences for when you go back for when you rode in that part of the world? Uh, Macau's crap now. It's gone because mm-hmm. of the, the big casinos and that. Uh, racing is nowhere near what it was when I was there. It's the third biggest jurisdiction. Uh, in the world now, now it's one of the worst so uh, it's lucky to be going Macau Hong Kong well that hasn't changed the money's still there the people are still going uh, what I have found that uh, Hong Kong's very quiet uh, since the pandemic it just has sort of hasn't got back on its feet yet um, I went out with big Paddy Garsagan last night and of course my my good mate Darren who's here with me and uh, of course we met up with um, one of the, the head men in music here in Hans Ebert. So um, we're at the, uh, we ate at the Grand Hyatt, went to the Champagne Bar, and they wanted to evict us by midnight. So uh, usually you can carry on until four or five in the morning. But yeah, things have changed since the pandemic over here, that's for sure. But I think racing is still very strong. Now, when we speak on a Friday traditionally, when we work together on SEN track on a Saturday, you, you have no idea what is racing normally. You do your form late Friday and into early Saturday morning. So I shudder to ask what you think and who you like on Sunday because we're still 48 hours out before what is a, a wonderful card. Is there anything right now you're getting a little early mail for? Have you done any form? No form, but I've got good mail on um, race six there. Joe Marrera's riding for Casper Founds. Awesome flute in race six. Uh, it, they reckon it'll go close. No one's perturbed about the barrier of um, Golden 60. I think this is his swan song, isn't it? Golden it, 60. it is. Um, barrier 14, right? Everyone's worried. It may actually suit him because he's going to get back anyway from a hot tempo. Uh, and, of course, uh, Vincent Ho, who, who took out the jockey's um, challenge on, well, the jockey's championship on Wednesday night, he rides it. And he's the people's favourite over here, the, uh, Vincent Ho. Uh, when he won the when he won the championship and uh, mate, he pocketed six hundred thousand Hong Kong, believe mm. it or not, for winning that, um, which is one hundred twenty thousand. Oz. Zach ran second. 
he pocketed fifty thousand, and Rachel King ran third, pocketed thirty thousand. Um, but the crowd, they just went ballistic when he got um, presented the trophy there for winning the championship. And he rides, of course, uh, Golden Sixty. It'll be Swan Song. Um, if he happens to win, mate, the, the, the stadium, well, shots in, well, mate, people will be jumping from the roof because I think it is going to be Swan Song. And I think he can win too. Don't worry about the barrier. Hey, Romantic Atlantic Warrior. Yeah, talk to me yeah, because Warren, it's a big, it's a big ask. He, he won it last yeah. year, but it's, it's a, he's had to come here this year. It's a lot different situation than it was 12 months back. 100% with Romantic Warrior you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, um, of course. He had to do quarantine. He had a little bit of a setback, as has been well documented. Um, but J-Mac said this horse has kept improving in his track gallop. So, you know he's a champion. You don't bag champions. He won the Cox Plate. Um, they're worried about the Japanese horse, of course. That that was in the race last year mm-hmm. as well. He didn't have much of a um, much of a, a run last year with luck in the run, I should say. Um, it may keep improving. He's probably the danger. I can't remember the horse's name, but it's the Japanese horse that's in the race. So he's probably the danger to a romantic warrior. All right. As always, we appreciate your time. I know you've got a million things on over there in Hong Kong, doing a great job for SCN Track as well. So we appreciate it. Get back to uh, relaxing, man. Enjoy Sunday of the track. Thanks, buddy. Enjoy, and I'll see you when I get back. David Taggart, six-time Group 1 winning jockey, Captain Tags on Instagram and on Twitter, and, of course, the leader of the SEN track. Well, I think I'm the leader, but I'll let him now that he's gone believe that he is. And, of course, Hong Kong International, huge day on Sunday. SEN track's going to be right across it on Sunday afternoon. Sam Highland and Miles Fincer are keeping an eye on that as well. Well, all right, let's get back to your calls. one 736 736 The Ruby Kia open line is open. I've still got a round of 18 holes of golf for you and a mate and a Carter Club Mandalay to give away and a $100 Peter Jackson voucher. Dress up, stand out, be seen in Peter Jackson this summer. This look is everything with suits from $399. So prizes to give away. Let's get into it. one 736 736 Just off the text, why are you always looking to change something in sport? I'm not specifically looking to change something in sport, but it's on the back of the NBA in-season tournament that you cannot argue has been brilliant for the NBA. There was a dead period in the NBA where interest was waning, both from a playing perspective and a spectator sense. So we're looking for, on the back of that, because that has been a resounding success, something that maybe could help your sport, whatever that might be. So I'm not trying to change it. I'm just trying to have a conversation outside the box for a Friday. Wayne's in Australia wants to do exactly that. Wayne, what sport are we talking about? G'day, Australia. We got you, Wayne. Hello? Sorry, mate. That's that's our man A right out the back. He's had too many okay. again this week. So take it away, mate. What do you got? Oh, look, I've just... Um, something that we did many... You know, 40 years ago is pre-season is playing sevens rugby with handball. And it, it works really well. It's, um, it's, it's good for fitness and it's good for your skills. And I was thinking... Instead of um, pre-season matches, you have like one to four year players play a couple of rounds of that. You know, you play ten or fifteen minutes each half, and um, it just uh, works on the handball skills and their fitness, and gives us a look at the young kids. Do you do you think that if there was to be games that were just like the younger kids as a pre-season, do you think football fans would? get really involved in it because that, that would be the only – I love the idea of it and there's no doubt that clubs continue to look at ways to 
build up their younger players, be it first, second, third, or fourth year in, in game situations as they get towards the end of preseason. But if, if you think if they had sole games like our first to four year under 23s, do you think that there would be a great deal of interest? Well, I'm a Collingwood fan yep. and I'd, um, I'd certainly watch the Collingwood guys. I'd, um, I'm interested in what our youngsters are, are doing and um, what, what they look like. But, uh, I mean, I played many years. I'm 60 now, so it's a long time since I played. But we used to have you know, different stuff. Um, I mean, I played a bit at Norwood in Adelaide, and we did that um, sevens thing as a pre-season. Yep. And, and it was fun, and it was you know, taxing. And, and I mean, it's just thinking outside the box. I like it. No, I like, like it. I like something, it. Something to get the kids involved without, you know, I mean, without having, like, you know, Pendlebury and Sidebottom, and that they obviously wouldn't play. Little tweak of it. I like where your head is at as well, Wayne. We appreciate your call. Ryan is in Cheltenham. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. All thanks to Worklock at Carrum Downs and Packingham. It's midday madness. Hello to you, Ryan. Oh, good day, Cam. Happy Friday. And to you. What sport are we talking? Uh, it's basketball as always, Cam. And I need to say, I need to say a big goodbye to that possession arrow, mm-hmm. please. It's time to bring the jump ball back, right? I understand possession arrow in junior basketball, absolutely 100%. But a jump ball has intrigue and drama and suspense attached to it. And I think it needs, in a professional sense, need to be a jump ball. Couldn't agree more. Hey, Ryan, appreciate your call, man, as always. Ken's on the road on 1300 736 736. Ken, what's up for a Friday? Yeah, mate, the uh, kick out and fall back in the AFL. What would you do? Uh, the guy that kicks out, I reckon he, if he plays on a, out of the 15 metre square, he's got to kick it past the 50 metres. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't kick it past that, anyone that marks the ball from his own side is automatically play on. So it would just be a... Well, essentially, I would just say not like exactly the same as a not-15 rule and the mark wouldn't count. Yeah, unless he kicks it in from the 10, 10 metre square yep. or 15 metre square, it's a mark. But if he plays on at all, it's not outside the 50 metres... That's outside the square, and I like it. Ken, you, uh, are you a golfer or a smart dresser? Uh, golfer, mate. All right, you can have 18 holes. You can uh, leave the Peter Jackson van, so we'll give you 18 holes at Club Mandalay. Sound good? That sounds fantastic. And you, Kenny. com dot au. 18 holes of golf for you and a mate. You grab a cart as well, and if you haven't won one, the good news is you can get 18 holes of golf for two with drinks and a cart midweek for just $99. So make sure you jump on clubmandalay.com. Dot AU. We're going to squeeze a break in. I've got a $100 Peter Jackson voucher I need to give away in the next 15 minutes. But you need to call me. one 736 736 The 40 Winks temper text. I love them. I'll get some more of them on the other side of this. Bree Mood is not far away. Chris Golding, likewise.